Welcome to Java with Jim. I'm your host, Jim Clare. And as always, we're sponsored by Double Legal Partners, LLC, a new type of concierge asset management for the burgeoning middle class. I thought we'd take a little uh, diversion uh, from our normal podcast this week, uh, kind of like a little summer vacation, um, mainly because uh, the markets are in a little bit of a summer doldrums. While they have been rallying nicely, um, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has rallied for 10 days in a row and is up for seven weeks in a row, which is wonderful. Um, but all of that's kind of happening on very light volume, summertime volume. And volatility, as measured by the VIX, um, has been historically low this summer, um, not just for normal summers, historically low, period. Um, so that's all adding to a stock market that's moving along nicely. It's rallying, but not crazy. It just keeps going up and up and slowly. We haven't had any drawdowns um, yet this summer. Um, so... There's really not a lot to talk about. There's a little bit of a sector rotation, which I will talk about in a minute um, with my special guest. Um, but uh, he's not really a guest, but he is special. Um, this is my summer intern, Patrick Welsh. Hello, Patrick. Welcome. Jim, it's uh, great to be here. Glad to be on the podcast again. Yes, our last podcast was very successful, and that was the genesis for having Patrick join me this summer as a virtual summer intern. It's been great. Um, many of you that know me over the years of working together, I've always um, participated in mentorship programs um, at every company as I've ever worked at. Um, that actually got a little hard during COVID when we were all working from home. It was a little interesting trying to develop a relationship with some, uh, a protege when you were trying to mentor them remotely. Um, but having Patrick as my summer intern has been fluid and seamless because I've known Patrick for most of his life. Uh, we're very good family friends. And so it's been very easy to have a virtual summer intern relationship. Um, what did you think about it so far? Well, it's been great. Um, it's been awesome just to be able to meet with you, even though it's just over teams, but still be able to share our screens and chat about the market and everything that you're involved with at Double Eagle. And just kind of see the way that it works running your own firm. It's been a really cool insight. It's been a bit of an internship, but also a bit of like a shadowing for me to see um, your day to day. Great. Yeah. And, it, and it's been good for me, too, because working alone um, uh, and having somebody to bounce ideas off of or just for me to talk out loud to um, has been great and refreshing and hopefully we can continue this even when you go back to the university of vermont in a couple of weeks i think that's a great idea absolutely uh, that'd be great cool excellent so i guess first and foremost um what has been your best experience so far this summer good question it, it's uh there's a lot because we've been up to a lot you know with um everything from you showing me just the basics of setting up my computer with my wide charts and everything and all the technology for me and online to um, me going in with you to your trading setup that you do in Schwab and seeing how you set up your moving averages and how you watch trends and do option calls. I think that was the coolest day was when I got to 
sit there with you and watch you trade for a little bit. That was awesome. Cool. All right. Well, then we're definitely going to have to do that a little more over the course of the summer uh, of what's left. Um, it is interesting, though, like when I was just um, on a trading desk and trading bonds and um, or when I was a portfolio manager and I would have a um, summer intern or a protege, um, it was interesting because I had specific job that I was doing that I could let them shower, shadow me and I could explain the nuances of how you trade a bond and you know how you manage a portfolio. Um, but what's been interesting with Patrick is I've had to expand my repertoire running a business, my new registered investment advisory, Double Eagle Partners. Um, and so Patrick has been learning along with me whether it be email marketing campaigns um, or how to deal with sharing files in the cloud, um, as well as um, helping me with some of my compliance issues and uh, account tracking. Um, maybe you could expand upon what you've seen from that surprising angle. Yeah, it's another thing of, um, like you said, most summer interns, you know, they have one or two jobs, you get to see kind of one aspect of what's going on. But with Double Eagle, I mean, you're doing everything, everything on the back end and on the trading floor. So um, I've loved witnessing all of it. Like you said, I've helped with your compliance and it's crazy to see how much goes into making sure that you're up to date on all the stuff you need for the SEC and everything like that and how complicated it can be. But I think that that's just as important to know as knowing how to, so I love how well-rounded it's been seeing all these different aspects i think you touched on the best part is that you just had this well-rounded summer experience as opposed to you know being a bank teller at cape cod national bank and you know having to you know deposit checks and count out quarters and stuff like that um for nine hours a day um it's been a lot more fun and uh, a lot more flexible as well um but let's touch upon on the markets um your thoughts about how, how your thoughts progressed on the summer of learning stuff. You know, I gave, I, I gave uh, Patrick many um, homework assignments of things to read. Um, I've put him on many mailing lists. I forward a lot of the research that I get to him, kind of overwhelming him. And the goal was for to just pique his interest and have him come back and ask me questions so we can explain. Maybe you could talk about, I know it was like drinking out of a fire hose, but let's hear it from your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one of the biggest ones is you forward me a daily email that now we both get called What Traders Are Watching, which is really cool. And I remember the first couple times you sent it to me, I barely understood like any of the lingo that was written in it because it's not exactly like reading an article. You're getting stats blasted at you and all these crazy charts from Bloomberg that I wasn't really too sure how to read, but that's why it's great to have you because we've gone through and read it together. And now when I see it, I know that the, uh, the VIX is the volatility index, which I was talking about last week a lot. Being able just to have someone to talk to about all this because it can be confusing at first with all the terminology. But um, that, and then also, I remember when we were working on, you sent me an article about NVIDIA when it was coming up on their earnings report. And you were like, what do you think? Like, this is what I do. Like, you know, like I got to figure out what to do with my positions here with this information that's coming in. How would you read this article and how would you do that? And we got to have a conversation about that. 
so that uh, NVIDIA day was really a, a good experience for you and a good sounding board for me. You know, I had been thinking about this. I've been following NVIDIA for a while now. I put my clients into NVIDIA last October um, when um, there was all the news about the chip shortage and the fact that the you know, CHIPS Act had passed uh Washington and the president had signed it and there was going to be all this new investment in chips and I knew Nvidia was going to be on the forefront of that and I was right and the stock was up 120 percent um to for most of the clients that we got into with it last October um so a decision had to be made you know we had had really really good run in Nvidia um, it had been over a little over six months. We had more than doubled our money and they were coming out with big earnings announcement. All right. And what would have happened if they had missed on earnings and we would have given back a large portion of that gain that we had had. So I was doing my analysis, doing some charting, going back and forth, showing Patrick, um, what I look for. And at the same time, I also spoke to all of my clients, uh, who had, decent-sized positions in NVIDIA. And as partners, we made the decision whether we should take some of the money off the table or if we should keep it going since it was still a hot hand. And we decided to take money off the table so that we were complaining with house money going forward. And of course, NVIDIA came out and crushed earnings, beat earnings expectations, and the stock then proceeded to go up 25% in one day. Um, and everybody was still happy because they still had a good position in it. Um, but Patrick got to see that thought process go on. Um, and it's a, it's a bit of risk mitigation, right? You already had this really good position. You had a lot of good reasons to buy it. You still had good reasons to own it, but you had to be smart because it's now become a bigger percentage of your portfolio because it doubled when nothing else doubled. So as a percentage of your portfolio, it becomes bigger. And adds a little bit more volatility to your portfolio should it go down. Anyway, um, yeah. let's talk about your new, um, now that you've had this exp experience all summer, um, are you doing things differently? Like when you wake up in the morning, looking at the newspaper or looking what websites you're going to on your phone when you're bored, you know, are you, yeah. you know, ha have you, have you changed a bit? I definitely think I have. Yeah. I mean, I, check Y charts more now than I ever used to, obviously, because I didn't really ever use it before. So I'll go to, and that's where I'll look for articles now instead of just using Yahoo Finance. Um, I'll read the what traders are watching and I'll usually see something in there that I'm like, oh, I want to go look at that further. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to my uh, friend, um, Dave Lutz, um, who does, who publishes that what traders are watching every day. Um, uh, Lutzy is a... Uh, ETF trader uh, for Jones and Company. Uh, he's probably one of the most well-known ETF traders uh, in the marketplace, but he's really known for publishing what traders are watching every day. And it's a phenomenal um, email newsletter uh, where he incorporates snippets of stories that he's read that morning, uh, along with hot links to those stories with Bloomberg graphs um, to to give you a visual representation of things that are happening in the market. Um, and then coming back to white charts, um, I was a big Bloomberg user my whole career, but Bloomberg subscription costs about $25,000 a year per person. And white charts comes along at a fraction of that cost. 
and is so easy to use that even your summer intern can figure it out in a couple of days. Right, Patrick? Yeah, they have a lot of great tools and um, they have a lot of great videos and they'll do free conferences where they'll like show you different um, different traits on there that you can use and how to graph charts, which I've joined for a few of, which is pretty cool to learn about. And they'll have someone that works for YChart show you kind of the different tools in it. Mm-hmm. So that's been a great learning experience too. Uh, that reminds me of another great learning experience that we were able to offer you, uh, afford you this summer, uh, LinkedIn learning. Uh, Any, any of my listeners out there, if you're not aware of LinkedIn learning, you're missing out on one of the greatest pieces of LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is not just a social media, uh, platform for quote unquote, business um it actually is a fantastic way to keep your skills sharp and learn new things um so i was able to get patrick a subscription to linkedin learning this summer um tell me what some of the interesting things you learned how to do using linkedin learning the main one that i think is just important for anyone my age was been i've been I've done a few excel ones because my excel knowledge is needing to grow always room to learn new stuff in Excel. So I did a couple of the pivot table ones where they'll have you download some practice files and you'll follow a tutorial and play around with it and then kind of see how you can relate that into different types of research. And then I used a good amount for Adobe Audition actually, which is what we're editing this podcast on. I've been editing the podcast this summer, which has been another cool skill to learn. So there's anything you want to learn there you can find a tutorial on LinkedIn learning and it's a really cool tool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I've given Patrick kudos, uh, at the end of my podcast as my podcast editor, he might have a new career going forward as a podcast editor as, <laughs> as he learned this new skill this summer. And hopefully you'll still do it for me when you go back to university of Vermont. Of course. Absolutely. I like learning stuff like that. I mean, it's just good to know. Um, but yeah, as far as getting back to daily routine and kind of changing what I look at, um, we talked about this the other day, how when you're trading in the markets, it's not just about watching what's happening in finance, but with what's happening in the whole world, because every little kind of news story usually will have some effect on what's going to happen with um, trading. So I've definitely been more alert to some to things and kind of training my brain to think like, oh, okay, if there's fires happening in Canada or then that might affect the lumber industry and stuff like that. And then let's go look at what's happening there. And it all kind of ties in. That is perfect. That's exactly what I was trying to get at when I was flooding you with information. Because there's a mosaic that you try to put together with all this information. Like it, it's it's not a puzzle that's going to fit together perfectly. And, and, you know, the tea leaves will present themselves every time. But you just bring this mosaic of information together and it helps you have a filter to see the world better. And then how can I actually, how can I make an actionable um, decision off of what I've been thinking about or reading about that's happening around the world or fires in Canada is a great example. Um, How's that going to affect this industry or that industry that I currently have exposure to, or I don't have exposure to, right? So when you're reading all these varied newspapers, web, web articles, 
talking to people or just uh, gathering anecdotal evidence when you're out and about. You know, my wife and I just took um, uh, an 18-day cross-country trip, and I was paying close attention to prices when we were traveling and seeing how, particularly on the commodity side, you are seeing prices of gold and silver um, ramping up quite a bit. Um, we were also seeing it on fruits and vegetables, and obviously everybody's seeing it in oil, um, which was actually amazing when we were out in Seattle. Washington State has the highest gasoline prices in the country. You know, we're coming from Charlotte, where we can still get um, a gallon of gasoline for around three fifty, and we go out to Seattle, and it was. The cheapest we saw it was $5, and quite often it was $5.50. Um, but anyway, I going off on a little bit of a tangent there, I am now focusing more on real assets for some of my clients because of this embedded inflation that the Fed can't seem to shake with its historical tools for fighting inflation, um, particularly raising interest rates and causing unemployment to go up. Um, those aren't necessarily going to work this time because the labor force has changed a bit. And I think we, after so many years of no inflation, we had a decade of no inflation, that now this inflation is going to be a little more uh, ingrained in the economy. And that's going to benefit real assets, all right? Real assets are going to be homes, real estate, um, property, and commodities, okay? Um, so that being the case, I'm tweaking my portfolios uh, for um, adding some of these real assets, um, particularly multifamily housing. The commercial real estate market, I still think, is going to be a nightmare um, for the next year or two, um, particularly driven from COVID and working from home. Um, but I do think there's going to be a demand for residential housing, and I think that's going to come in the form of multifamily apartments and such like that. But I also think that all commodities are going to have a nice base under them where you're not really going to see commodity prices fall out of bed, regardless if the economy goes into a recession or not. So some of the ones that I'm using, um, there's a great multi-commodity fund called C uh, the ticker COMT. Um, that one's had a great run. It pays out a, a capital gains dividend at the end of the year. You might want to look at that. I'm using USO to express some uh, exposure to oil. GLD for gold, SLV for silver. Um, so again, I'm giving these specific examples of how to be actionable based on the empirical and anecdotal evidence that I see. And now Patrick sees day in, day out when you're surfing the web, reading the Wall Street Journal, watching CNBC, or listening to Fox Business on the news. Um, and hopefully, Patrick, um, I've taught you a new skill that will hopefully benefit you when you get back to school and for the rest of your career. Well, there's been many, absolutely. And I hope to keep learning from you for the rest of the summer, and hopefully we can keep going even when I start my semester. Great. Fantastic. Again, thank you very much for coming on the podcast today, Patrick. You have any last words? 
Uh, no, I mean, thank you guys for listening and thank you, Jim, for letting me speak and uh, for this summer. Great. Excellent. And if any of you have out there have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always pick up the phone and call me at 704-472-8488. You can email me at jim.clare. That's C-L-A-I-R-E. Jim.clare at doubleeagle.partners. Not .com. I thought that was pretty cool that I was able to get that suffix on my uh, email address. Um, and please visit our website www.doubleeagle.partners and from there if you'd like to open up an account you can click on the button for institutional intelligent portfolios and it'll take you to Schwab where they are the host for my all of my accounts they're the correspondent clearing agent and you can open an account with me and if anybody is looking for um summer intern opportunities i'm happy to do more virtual interns uh throughout the course of the year all right thank you very much patrick for editing the podcast as usual and we'll see everybody next week